All right, so I was looking for new insurance, and a buddy of mine told me about Branch. Branch makes bundling your home and auto super easy, like as little as 30 seconds easy. I didn't believe it at first either. Then I went to OurBranch.com. Just two questions, name and address, and within seconds, I was covered. Branch saved me time and a lot of money. Now that you're in the know, make the switch to Branch. Go to OurBranch.com now. That's O-U-R, Branch.com. Branch. Start saving in seconds. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. So it's now, brother, can you spare a dime? My God shall supply my need. Don't have to beg because I am a seed. every good. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. I hope you can hear me. This is our Win Christian, Win Christian Speak Talk Radio. Uh, this is our three real life, real men, and real talk. We have topic today about that Father's next makes, uh, makes Sunday, amen. We're going to talk a little bit about Father's. We've got a couple of scriptures. Just want to check in and see who's with me so far. Uh, uh, who's with me, Brother Cleopas? Yes, sir. Oh, good. Thank you, bro. Good to see you, your voice again, man. I see a couple other people online uh, that are visiting. Want to thank you for to, to, for signing in with us today. We're about to go ahead and get started. Uh, before we do that, I want to remind everybody about other broadcasts that we got coming up. We got History by the Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams is at Tuesday at 7 p.m. Declaring the finished work is Thursday at 12 noon. Uh, Friday night, Joy is at the, the first, the second, and the fourth Friday at 7 p.m. The Bread of Life is the first and the third Sunday. At 7 p.m., Challenge to Change with Pastor Paul Morgan is every Wednesday at 7 p.m. I want to broadcast our follow Lifeline with Apostle Shirley Jones. It's first Monday at 7 p.m., The Boat in the Beautiful. It's every second Saturday at 10 a.m., Adoration with Evangelist Doris McElwain. It's every third Monday of the month, Marriage Takeout, The Body of One with Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. It's every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Our three real life real men, real talk. Uh, which is today, of course, every second Saturday at 7 p.m. And uh, let's see what else we got. Midday Glory Prayer with Reverend Wynn Dixon is every Wednesday at 1 p.m. This is a free conference call. The number is 717-770-5505. The access code is 732-499. Of course, Matters of the Heart, Sigma's Ministry, we got like about four or five different hosts for that. That's every third Friday. At 7 p.m. In fact, this next Friday coming up, also we have we're going to have Med Sacred Ministry with uh, Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika with us. Amen. They'll be broadcasted um, later that day, but we're going to have a Zoom call first, and then we'll add add it to the uh, the broadcast later, probably about nine o'clock and that night or something like that. So again, we are excited about what God is doing. Don't forget, Spiritual Nuggets of Truth is every second and fourth Monday at 8 p.m. And please go to our website. you find out a little bit more about us at WhenChristmasSpeaks.com and a little bit more information about the different hosts and some of the, some of the older broadcasts located there, too. Amen. Mm-hmm. So let's just go 
Amen. Let's go, let's go ahead and open up in prayer. Father God, we come today first to say thank you. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for your love, God. Thank you for all that you have been doing in our life, God. Thank you for this month, for the whole year, God. He has kept us from safe, harm, and danger, God. Father, we pray today that we give this broadcast with the brothers with you, to you, Lord Jesus, that you will come and have your way, Holy Spirit. We can't do this without you. We need you in this time and the season with all the chaotic, crazy things that's going on in the world, God. We need your, your power. We need your anointing. We need you. Uh, your, your, your strength to help us to stand. And after we've done all we can to continue to stand in the power and the glory of your name, Lord Jesus, we need you, Lord Jesus, to be able to speak the life and that depth to God to those that are out there, whether those that's in the church, the body of Christ, and those that are even in the world, whether they be Muslim, but to speak the name of you, Jesus. We pray against every spirit and every principality that comes up against the authority of who you got, who you are, God. We want to represent, we want to be salt, light, and power in a season, in a time that you have called us to be, God. We want us to be everything that you have called us to be. Again, we give this broadcast to you. We thank you for the brothers and the guests that have joined, Lord Jesus. We give this broadcast to you and say, have your way, Holy Spirit. You speak the oracles and the mysteries of, of the gospel, Lord Jesus. You speak so that yokes may be broken and walk may be torn down, God. You speak, God, so that families may be reunited, God. You speak so that healing may take place, God. Deliverance may take You speak, Lord Jesus, those things that are not as though they were, Lord Jesus. We know, God, that when you speak it, it shall be done. We do pray this prayer in Christ Jesus' name. Amen and amen and amen. Again, I want to welcome everybody to Woodbridge Talk Radio. This is our three real life, real men. We are talking. I believe that I'm joined with uh, Brother Cleopas and Brother Tyrone. I believe we're both in the house. I'm waiting for a couple other brothers to join us. And uh, brothers, I uh, pulled out a topic about uh, fathers, and I had asked, I believe, Andrew Rose is with us too, uh, Brother Cleopas, because uh, I know the Father's Day is next Sunday again and everything like that. And I want us to just talk about fathers, being a father. Um, many of the brothers and other broadcasts are fathers. But our main father is the father, uh, God, God the Father, and his love that he has for us. Amen. So I just want to welcome you, brothers, and say hello to everybody. Hello. Um, How y'all doing? Amen. 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 Hello. Amen. Okay. So let's go ahead and get started. Like I said, I know that Brother Elsa said he was going to join us, and Brother Tony will probably join us too. But this is, again, this real men, real talk. Amen. And, uh, we're gonna start off with you, Brother Tyrone, and and uh, and, and Pastor D, uh, and everything like that. And, and Brother Cleo, for what I would like to do, maybe next month, uh, sometime soon. But ask ask about your spouse, whether she can join us too, man, and just talk about you know, being married, and talk about uh, uh, you as a man and a husband, and all that kind of anything you'd like to see. I want to open it up to all of them, all the brothers that are married. And if they are in a relationship like that, okay. But um, let's go ahead and yes, um, get started. You, brother Tyrone, man. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, I think it was sort of the last minute that I, I had asked you about it and stuff like that, and then I had to sit out a reminder. But I just want to thank you and uh, and uh, Pastor D for joining us, man. So what do you what do, when you talk? When we go ahead and start the conversation with us between you and, and uh, Andrew, Sister D, about a father. Well, of course he's making. Of course he's making me start first, so I don't mind. And, and <laughs> greetings to, <laughs> greetings to 
my brethren, great um, greetings to you, um, Pastor Rain. We thank God for just allowing us to be on the broadcast. And um, when I think about fathers, I, I think about I think about my father. Uh, well, the kids asked me the other day, said, "What are we going to give um, Dad for his for Father's Day?" And I said, "I don't know. That's up to y'all. That's that's y'all father, not mine." Amen. <laughs> Amen. But I I um, appreciate my husband. I appreciate him being the father that he um, is to his children, even though they're grown and gone. Um, he's still a father to them. He gives them father advice and he gives them their love. And um, when I think about um, my father, um, the memories that I have him, he's passed on, but um, some were good and some were bad. And I think about him often because um, we weren't raised, we weren't raised in the church. And so I had to um, endure um, some things that maybe a child shouldn't have. But I thank God for him, doing the best that he could. And I thank God that he was a provider, um, was a provider for his family. Um, and I thank God for that. I did see that growing up. And I saw, you know, he was a drinker and, um you know, sometimes things weren't all good, but I thank God that he was there. We were around my father, and I was able to see him. I was able to appreciate him later on um, in life. I was able to appreciate him when he came um, to Richmond. Uh, we were able to take him to church, and I saw the repentance, and I saw, you know, what God was dealing with him, and I thank God for that. And I, that's my fond memory of him going to church with us and him repenting and crying out to the Lord, saying that um, I feel like a father um, can portray the, the thing that he he instilled in me or I saw was repentance. And I saw that um, all the things that he didn't do or that he did that wasn't right before God, I was able to see him cry out to the Lord, and I appreciate that. Amen. Amen. That was my wife uh, speaking so perfectly well. We thank God for her. Uh, we're talking about we're talking about fathers, and and today is one thing that I can say is being a father. We thank God, Lord, bless us to be to become a father many years ago and uh the first thing that we learned as being a father is is being being one with the family, you know. It, it wasn't all about me being the father of my children or the husband or my wife, but was also being a child of God, uh, which is the head of, which was the head of my life when I got started in this uh role as a father. And the main thing that I learned about being a father early on is what we teach our children or what we show our children uh, or our family is that we, you know, I've always been in the church, so that's all I need to bring to 
to the table when I became to the, when I became a father. That's all I knew to bring to the table was the realness of me being a follower, being in church. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't in the church when we got married, but all of my children, as far as them knowing me as being a father, all of their life they knew me as being a, a man of God in the church. So. What I had to present to them and what I brought to the table was God. And that was first and foremost, I showed them that God was the head of my life. And I think if a father is going to be a father, that is the most uh, positive impact if he show him that although he's a father, there's someone that's higher than him or, or and that he can humble himself enough to submit himself to a higher power. As I, as my children submit themselves to me, I had to submit myself to my children as well uh, to let them feel and see that hey, I can talk to the, they can talk to their father as as I talk to my heavenly father. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my wife said, uh, I didn't have the opportunity to, uh, I didn't have the opportunity to grow up with my father. Or, or to even meet my father, as far as that is concerned. But the only father that I knew, my heavenly father, was God. And I lost, uh, of course, there was a lot of spiritual, spiritual men in my life uh, that was uh, was half of being a father to me. But I learned from my heavenly father and what he had taught me. I actually learned from my mother. You know, she she was my father. She was my she was my mentor as far as a, a spiritual leader, uh, a, a really father figure, because my father wasn't there for me. Uh, so my mother, she took the role of everything uh, in my life as a father. I mean, the discipline, the training, the teaching, the loving. The, I didn't have a man to sit down and, and, and show me how to love. So when I got my children, uh only thing I knew from what uh, to be a father was was what my mother taught me or either what the church showed me, uh, the mentors, the, the, the pastors and friends that was in my life. Uh, that was my grandfather in, in, in the picture, but I was only with him for a little while. But he showed me a lot as well. So it wasn't too many men in my life, but like I said, I had God. And I tell my children today, it's better to know God than not need him than to need God and not know him. And, you know, with that thought in mind, I was able to instill in them what I knew about God. So that, that brought in prayer. That brought in uh, I, I, my boy. I only had one. I raised up one boy. I raised up quite a few boys, but one I only had uh, by my wife. My wife and I had only one boy, but I was able to teach him how to be a man or how to be a boy growing up, as well as I'm teaching my grandson, my grandchildren now, and my daughters. I had to, I had to be a father to them, of such as I didn't know how, because I didn't have a father. But I had to go for the word of God that I had, the God that I had in me. And uh, I think first and foremost, being a father, I, I had to teach them that you know God first. You know, God was first. Yes, we we, we got married, and uh, I spoke uh, two weeks ago on the family, uh, but uh, 
is God first. If we put God in it or God ahead of things in our life, uh, he will help us raise, teach, train, whatever we need to do for our children. And now that our children are grown, you know, I can appreciate the fact, I was telling my wife the other day, I appreciate the fact I was there in my children's lives because they didn't have, they wouldn't have had no other man to look up to if I wasn't there. I mean, it could have been someone else. It could have been, uh, she could have, my wife could have adopted a boyfriend, I mean, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, or whatever, and that person could have been in their life, but uh, she stuck with me, and I stuck with her, and we made a family. I'm the man. She's the woman. So that's what our children have to look at. But what we both had together growing up since we've been married was God. And so that's who we turn to for our troubles, our trials, our good times, our sad times, our happy times. You know, they see and know that we turn to God for whatever we need. So now they're able to do so. Uh, I don't know how far you want me to talk, but I talk forever now that I'm, I'm awake now. But that's just a little bit of me being a father that I know of. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, thank you, Brother Tyrone and Brother uh, uh, Sister Pastor D, and we appreciate that and what you had to say. And I want to just add just a few more things that we can turn it on to some other brothers and just sign on and everything like that. You know, the, and the other thing we got to look at that, and that's, that's his Tyrone's experience, but sometimes a father is not actually uh, uh, or a dad. is actually somebody that, that may or may not be related to you. They can be a mentor or, or can be it can be someone from a, a secular point that's not married to you, but is willing to raise their kids as their own, and everything like that. From from the from the, from that perspective. But when I think about what about uh, what some of the things Tyrone said about uh, how God said the, the scripture that comes to me, because we want to be looking at particular scriptures here. And this is coming out of Proverbs chapter twenty, verse seven. It says, "The righteous man walks in his integrity," and it, it says that his children are blessed. After him, so a father. When we look at a father, we're looking for, from from our perspective, we're looking for somebody with integrity to be able to teach, to be able to direct, to be able to bring discipline, be able to uh, to, to to show love to, to be able to even in sometimes to be able to where to be. We're looking at those type of things. Uh, in uh, Proverbs chapter four, verses one and two, it says, "Hear, my children, the instructions of a father, and give attention." To know understanding, for I give good doctrine. Do not forsake my law, you know. And that's what God has given to us. He's given us God when it comes to God. He's given us the opportunity to get even closer with Him, you know. No matter what we did, what I think about it, I think about a father. Like what brother Tyrone said, because he is my brother. Um, our father was not in our life. Well, he was in our, in our life temporarily. And everything, but why he was there for that temporary time, or doesn't remember that because I'm much older than he is. <laughs> but he was when he was there, he was for me, he was good for what I knew, what a father. But there were other men that became mentors, like Bishop um, um, Brandon, um, and that was my mom's previous pastor, and um, some of my uncles, and stuff like that. That they begin to fill that role because there was so there were men that was in in our lives that uh, that did give us great advice that did 
teaching. Some of the advice was not good. Some of it was good. You know, it, it just depends, you know. But, and, I, and, of course, as we got older, there was people that was mentoring me, that kind of thing. Um, and so I'm always grateful to those, those men that was in my life that poured into a, our life growing up as kids because we were, we were, my mom, it was four boys, man. So we would, <laughs> you could be a little rough at times, you know, and everything like that. We would have been a little rough. And, and my mom, and, and, and as I mentioned, my mom do get a lot of credit because she was determined that her boys was going to grow up like men. You know, she was determined to do things and keep us active, the things the boys or men were doing. And she knew she couldn't do it by herself. And everything like that. So she, from my perspective, I, I talk to my mom. I always tell her, like, mom, you did the best you can with what you had, and I think you did it great. You know, all of us know about the church. All of us know about being saved and being filled with the Holy Ghost. All of us, uh, none of us got no excuse. You know, then what direction of path we go from there, um, it's up to us. But we can't say with it. We growing up that we couldn't, we didn't get the word because we got the word, man. And um, I'm, I'm grateful that we grew up in that environment. When I look on my father's side of the family and some of the things that were going on on, on his side of the family, it was probably a blessing that we didn't have that type of interaction with that side of the family, you know. So I thank God for that. I thank God for my family. I thank God for the church family and my all, all of us, you know, that grew up, you know, men in, in our family, men were the dominant ones and stuff like that, and they expected young boys to act like 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 men, you know, and they raised us up like that and everything like that. Whether it was right or wrong, they raised us up to the best of what they were able to do. Amen? So, uh, yeah. brother, uh, who was somebody else joined us, too? I wasn't sure. 5181, is that? Is that uh, Brother Elston? Or brother yes, Jordan? sir. Sir. Brother Elston. Okay. Hey, welcome to the... Well, Broadcast brothers, we're glad to have you and everything. We're just talking about, and I know you got something to share with us. But we're gonna go to Brother Cleopas first, okay? And then we can move back around. And one thing I asked Brother Elson, I asked Brother Tyrone to bring his wife on for today and everything. And I'm asking you the same thing of your brothers. You want to bring your spouse on to be a part of discussion, not today, but maybe next couple months. That's fine. It's a good idea because we can get all perspective. As being with, from from a man perspective, being men and uh, being connected with women and stuff. Okay, so uh, brother Cleopas. Hey, good evening. Man, good evening. Morning, good evening. Again, uh, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, I hear you. Really good. To, really good to hear you guys' voices uh, again. We haven't haven't talked in a while on call, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, from a father's perspective, uh, you know, uh, my, my my dad, my father, um, transitioned back was a was a really great role model. Um, a lot of a lot of who I am today is, is, is because of his teaching. But, but he taught me along the way how how to be respectful, how to be a man, and so forth and so on. How to how to you know handle your business uh, from a job perspective. Uh, but more importantly, uh, teaching me about the Lord and, and raising me in the fear and admonition of the Lord and making sure that I had that foundation. And I think it's really important 
um, as a father, and I've got three daughters and five grandkids, and you know, and, and they are my responsibility. You know, I cover them uh, in prayer. Uh, I teach them, talk to them. I try to train them up, and and that's what the scripture says. It says, "Train up a child in the way that they should go." And I think sometimes, as as, as parents, uh, we <laughs> We want to beat into them uh, how they're going to go, and that's not what the scripture says. Train up a child in the way that they should go, and I'm so thankful that that for the training that I received as a, as a kid, um, and you know when I got old enough to make decisions on my own, you know I, I ran, I, I I ran to the world, I ran away from God and ran to the world, but I didn't stay in the world because of what was taught to me. And when, when times got really tough, um, I knew how to fall on my knees and cry out to God uh, because of the foundation that I had been had been given um, through my through my parents, through my dad, and through my grandparents um, and family members, you know, Aunt Lucy, Aunt Ruth, and so forth and so on. I can, start naming names and I could just go on and on. Uh, but it's about the foundation. And one of the things that, that I tell my children now and my grandkids is not what I could leave to you from a material perspective. It's what I can leave in you that will set you up to test in life. And I think part of a lot of my success in life right now is because of what my dad left in me. Uh, the impartations uh, that he and my grandparents uh, instilled in me. So I think that, you know, one of the scriptures that come to mind, and as you go through life, you get you get training or information from a lot of different sources. And one of the things that I've learned is that is training is always going on. Either you're being trained or you're training something. And the world will train you and have no apologies for what they're training. And it's important, as, as, as Pastor Tyrone Rose said, it's important to have that relationship with God. But one of the scriptures that came to mind about just that is in First Corinthians chapter 4, um, verse 14 through 16. And it says, "I do." this is Paul talking, I do not write these things to shame you, but to warn and advise you as my beloved children. For even if you even if you were to have ten thousand teachers to guide you in Christ, yet you would not have many fathers who lead you to Christ and assume responsibility for you. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the good news of salvation. So I urge you, be imitators of me, just as a child imitates his father. Mm-hmm. And there's a beautiful song that 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 we sang during uh uh, baby dedication is is just, just simple words. They want to be just like me, you know. They the child want to be like me, and I want the child to follow me as I follow Christ. So it's it's you know, and that's 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 just a key thing, man. You know, raising your children in the fear and foundation of the Lord, making sure that they have a rock solid foundation in the event that, that for some reason you're not there or you can't be there that they have something to fall back on that you've placed in them 
and not something that you've given to them. So. And I can go on and on as well. <laughs> yeah, you guys, y'all continue talking. Uh, we're going to uh, switch up just a little bit. Again, I want to thank everybody for listening to the broadcast. This is When Christians Speak Talk Radio, our day's broadcast, of course. It's our three real life, real men, and real talk. And, man, I'm glad to have the brothers with me and look like um, someone else that's chilling. And um, I just want to make sure here. Uh, Brother Elston, are you still with us? I'm still with you. Okay. All right. So, Brother Elston, do you have anything to add, bro? Uh, I just want to say uh, I just, I'm blessed. Um, I still have my dad. My dad's still um, with us, still living. Um, he's 78. He is um, inspiration because um, he's still cutting grass, doing work around the house, um, still very active. And so he encourages me um, to really to keep moving, no matter how old you get, do your best to keep moving. Uh, my dad uh, was, uh, I grew up in a very strict home. Um, my dad did not play. Um, I thank God that he was like that because he definitely, I definitely um, um, missed out on a lot of unfortunate things that happened to some of my friends and and peers growing up because my dad did not play. And um, because of that, he showed me great great work ethics as well as he gave me a mentality that if you want something, go go after and get it, and you got to work hard to do it. Um, He's also um, uh, he's a um, he's a deacon in church. I grew up in knowing him as a deacon in the church, and by him being a deacon in church, um, I was always in church or always doing something um, church related because of him um, and my mother, but mainly him, and he. He took me on trips to or or days when I had to go pray for the sick and communion with the sick. And um, he made me pray in front of people. He made me give testimonies. He made me do things that I was very uncomfortable doing, but he made me do it. It wasn't that I was too young. Oh, he's too young. He wouldn't understand. No, he made sure I understood. He made me understand that without God, I'm nothing. I can't do nothing with God. So he instilled that into me as well as my sister. Um, he's always been around, a great supporter. Um, uh, disciplinary, yes, absolutely. He would tear your hind pots up. But I know it was out of love, but yet he was such a, he is, still is such a giving man and loving and compassionate man. Um um my dad um uh he is he is such a great helper to family and friends that the family will call on him for almost anything especially for you know some advice or um maybe things that he can kind of give him some wisdom and share some light on um he still to this day uh, wants to do things for me, and I have to tell him, no, I got it, no, I got it, no, I got it, because uh, he wants to to help and, and support me and my family. Um, my dad, um, um, not like all the other dads that I knew growing up, he was totally different, 
uh, totally different, but yet he was, and he is a great supporter. And then I see friends from the past that say, they first thing they ask is, how's your dad doing? Is he, is he still running? Is he still working out? Is he still doing this? Is he still doing that? You know, I was like, oh, wow, you remember that? I said, yeah, your dad, you know, your dad was always on the go. He was always trying to keep his shape and things of that nature. So uh, my dad, he 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 really had um, set the path for me to follow and then has equipped me to do much better than what he's doing, which is very hard to do. So, um, yeah, I'm that's still around again, and I just thank God for him. Um, I know it's going to be a time coming that I will be saying he was, but I just thank God I could say that he is right now. That's it. Amen. 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 So, Brother uh, brother Tyrone, we want to uh, – Brother Cleo, I'm going to open it up now. If you guys had more to say, please, uh, just right now go ahead and say it. Um, I thank you for the scriptures that were shared. I do want to share one more other scripture from you with you, and and it's again this one is coming out of Proverbs chapter three verses eleven and twelve. And this is something for all of us, either even those that was raised up with the Father or how we how God responds to us. Comes Proverbs chapter three verses eleven and twelve it says, "My son, do not despise the chastisement of the Lord, nor detest His correction." For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as Father, the Son, is in whom he delights. So the thing is, is that the Lord is God, is, 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 is chastising us, and we're not supposed to just... And that's the whole word, all of what I think of a Father, is that he's doing everything, or he should be doing everything in love. I remember this, and then I'm going to get a mic over to somebody else. I remember my grandfather, and Cleophas, you know how he was. He was the only yeah. man that I ever had in my life that would beat, would whip you, and be smiling the whole time. I mean, he'd be cracking <laughs> up the whole time. You know, uh-huh. I, I ain't never got a beating with this man. He'd be cracking up laughing the whole time. He was so different than uh, my my uh, my grandmother. But my grandmother would be upset, but he, he, he to me, he don't look like he's upset. You know, he just like, he's smiling. <laughs> you try to run away yep. or whatever. He's like, you ain't going nowhere. So, so that's the one thing I remember about the chastising of my father, even my own father and stuff like that. I remember one time before how he chastised me and everything because I called him a name. I was, I think I was about three or four years old, but I called him Big Head, Big Mistake. <laughs> I think I got the worst <laughs> in my life because I called him Big Head, you know, but, you know, and yeah. everything. So that's that's the place. So go ahead, Cleophis or, or Tyrone. Uh, yeah, I mean, Go ahead, answer. Oh, uh, I was going to read one particular passage of Scripture, uh, Ephesians 6 and 4. And this is, this is uh, one thing that I learned, I've, I've, I've learned years ago in raising up my children. It says, Father, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them, bring them up and the discipline and instructions of the Lord, and and raising raising children, and you know, coming up in the church, and as that five pastoring, and as we got married, uh, I've always had over 
over 20 children under me. And so I had to play, I had to use the role as a father, as a, a pastor, and a friend. And someone that they always, but I always had the scripture in my heart, you know, not to provoke them uh, to do anything that will go contrary to what we wanted to, what we wanted them to learn. And so the scripture says, provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord as God would instruct me, as God would teach me. I will use this particular passage of scripture to, to help raise my children or any children that was around me uh, for outside of the church, you know, because I would always tell them, you know, listen, don't go out and, 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 and create a, a fight with anyone, but defend yourself by all means. Always know that God is with you wherever you be, wherever, whatever time it may be. I said, if you feel as though you have to uh, fight somebody, I always instruct them, come look for me first. Take it out on me. Come and try to do whatever you want to do with me because I'm there to help you, not to hurt you. But out there in the world, the world don't love you, and they're going to they're gonna provoke you. They're going to hurt you. They're going to do whatever they can to harm you. But remember that God is always there with you. So, you know, if I'm going to provoke them, I'm going to provoke them to love. Uh, as opposed to fight, I'm gonna provoke them to help. As opposed to hurt, I'm provoking them to uh, to be obedient as to be disobedient. Uh, so that particular passage of scripture stuck with me down through the years. A number of several other scriptures uh, to train up the child. You know that's you know that stuck with us as, as we were growing up. I couldn't understand what it meant uh, growing up. But I knew what Mama was doing. She was teaching us the best she knew how or what she had. So when we got old, you know, we remember those things. I remember, I remember the training, and so therefore we were able to pass it on. Other scriptures, quite a few scriptures in the Bible, but that was one that was in particular that uh, that has stuck with me down through the years. So you know, uh, just wanted to talk on that a little bit. That's all. Amen. 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 Yeah, I mean, I, <clears throat> I think one of the things that, that you know, for me is, is I go back to, to the very beginning and, you know, what was what was in the mind of God uh, when he instituted, you know, marriages uh, between a man and a woman and, and, and you know, be fruitful and multiply, subdue the land and replenish it. And, you know, and one of the things that I've come to understand is, you know, God, in his infinite wisdom, put himself in, in, in me. And that's the way he gets into my house, is through me. So it's incumbent upon me to to live a godly lifestyle before my children and my grandchildren and, 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 and their friends, friends and family. So that they could see that that you know what they are desiring or chasing after in the world, they can have that in the body of Christ and not have to chase after that. Now you can chase after God, and God will supply your every need. And so it's so important that that, that as men, as as dads, as fathers, 
that we instill these things in, in our children. And for, for me at this stage in my life, for my grandchildren, you know, I've got a 12-year-old grandson, and I have committed myself to him this year like never before because he's at that age now that, you know, he's starting to grow and he's starting to, he's starting to have questions and such. So I want to make sure that I'm in a position that I can pour into him and, and train him up, you know, uh, so that, you know, he can become the, become the man that God wants him to be. And not so much what I want him to be, but what, or what his mom and his dad want him to be, but what God wants him to be. And, and I, that's my responsibility. You know, his father's not in the church. His father's not, 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 not born again. Working on it, but he's not. So somebody has to step in and fill that role that God wants to pour into his life so that he can understand, you know, what God, who God is, who Jesus is, and understand, okay, there's another way besides what you see in the world. Because the world will make everything look so so attractive and alluring, and and I, and you know Satan, everything he does is, is opposed to what what God wants. So it's incumbent upon me again, and my role and responsibility to cover my family, to cover my friends, my family, and my coworkers, and live a life before them that 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 exalts God, and not. Not pouring things down, not stuffing things down somebody's throat, but just living a life. And if you live a life that exalts God and shines light on it, they will come to you and ask you, you know, how are you doing it? How are you doing it? And it's not about it's not about me, it's about him. And so yes, my twelve year old grandson and my nephews and so forth. Uh, yes, that, that's my commitment in 2020. It's born to their lives like never before. Uh, not not browbeat them with it, but uh, yeah. every Sunday that boy's in church. We get out, we get in the car, and we're riding home. I'm asking them, what'd you learn today? Tell me what you understood about what Pastor said. And we have, we're having dialogue over that. And he may not understand it today. But there's coming a time down the road when I may not be around, and now he can draw on those things that he heard his pop-pop say. He can draw on those things that he saw me do. And not just him, but my, my granddaughters, you know, and all that, are, all that are in my household. I believe that was the intent of God when he, when, when he brought man on his feet, that he put himself in a man. Now he can be in every household through a man that's raising up his children in the fear and admonition of the Lord, that's giving them godly wisdom, godly instruction to live a, a life. And as Brother Tyrone said, not provoking them to anger, you know, not being so rigid that, you know, that, that it's my way or the highway. And a, and a lot of us grew up in that environment. So did I. You know, and unfortunately, you know, sometimes you stray away. And, I, and so I just want to put them in an environment where they can learn and grow and understand the relationship that they can have with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Pastor D, do you have, have anything to add? 
Anything else you want to say? Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, I, I know that, you know, um, I told my husband the other day, it's a very, very thin line between the past and the father. Amen. And especially when you're in um, in the church and you're raising children, um, it's a real thin line because you have to uh, discipline them at home and then you have to discipline them in the church or um, you have to discipline, discipline them. Um, you know, I, I, a lot of times we, we are so wrapped up in church and so wrapped up in um, that we forget sometimes that to be a, a mentor, a father, and what happens is um, the kids say, well, we never went on vacation. We never went um, to Disneyland. We never um, enjoyed ourselves going different places. But um, I thank God for my husband when we were raising our children, even though he was passing the church, um, we went on vacation. Um, right. He showed them how to have fun, you know, other than um, church service and, and playing the instruments and doing different things. He took them to the beach. He took them um, to amusement parks. And he let them enjoy other things. He let them enjoy life. And so that's why I told him it's a thin line between a father and a pastor because, you know, even though you want them in church all the time and you feel like sheltering them 24-7 in the sanctuary, we, we, we realize we can't do that. Um, we have to show them that, you know, we can, as saints or as um, Christian family, we can enjoy ourselves um, outside the church and and be a family. And he gave them parties, birthday parties, where they invited their friends and and um, and it's it's important. It's important to them. And then because they saw that, and because they saw um, the love between my husband and myself. Um, they're able to express love, you know, with their husbands and their wife. So, you know, it's important to be an example. It's important to be an example um, of a father or mother. Um, and it takes a village, you know, just like um, Pastor um, Malone was saying that, you know, uh, you may not ha- grew up, you know, with a father or but you need that mentor in your life. You need somebody other than that father. That father's not there. You need that other person. And God will put him in place. God will always put that person in place to um, be a father or be a mentor. But it takes a village um, to raise a child. It takes a village to raise, you know, you may not have children. You may not have ever have kids, but... Um, one way or another, God is going to place somebody in your pathway, and they're going to come back to you later on in life and say, I remember when. So it's important that we be an example on the way. Amen. 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 Um, Brother Anthony, did you want to say something, or are you okay? Oh, I'm okay. I think all I wanted to say, I know we could have part two. So, <laughs> yeah, I think, I 
think for me, uh, 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 you brought up a good point because in my life, I know that there have been young people that I've mentored, and I, and I did that for a while, mentoring young people uh, that were going through um, trials and tribulations. Some of them were as young as four or five years old, and they was already in gangs, and this was like 20, 20 some years ago, you know, and, uh, and, and trying to experience outside the area and let you see what real life life is about and everything and to be that that mentor you know to to hold them responsible for doing their homework and stuff like that um and some of them came from a truly broken homes where there was drugs where there was incest or uh that kind of thing where there was a rape by uncle or whatever and to be able to 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 mentor at that point in ministry because it was still part of ministry and to teach them or to show them that this is not what it's all about and stuff like that. So a lot of times uh, there are a different organizations out there. They are secular and also they are religious organizations to help young men through very difficult times in their life and everything like that, uh, especially if they're dealing with the anger because mother and father separated. I'm just being real, keeping it real here. Or whatever the issues might be, not just young men, but young women too. There's organization, there's counseling out there, and you know, there's uh, uh, secular and from the church perspective uh, that are willing to talk with these people, especially with what we got going on right now with all the, the different school shootings and uh, and all the just murder, man. It's a, it's a spirit of wickedness that have taken place. All the things that are going on and everything, and we need to be able to whether you have kids or don't have kids or you're looking at somebody else's kids, is to be able to speak to them on these things, you know, and to talk real to them and stuff like that, you know, and everything. And so uh, we we as men have a responsibility, and women, all of us as an adult have a responsibility, um, you know, to, to train them. And like you said, it takes a village to go them and point them in the right direction and everything. And I salute Every every husband, every male that does right by their kids, you know, that does right by their kids and everything, uh, whether they together with their, their their spouse, whether they're separated, whatever the case may be, still be able to go forth and uh, do what's right as far as their father is what's supposed to be doing and stuff like that. And that seemed to be a major concern. What's going on with within the community is that relationship, you know. You know, and everything like that. You know, and uh, pointing them in the right direction, and and giving tough love. You know, giving tough love and everything. Yep, tough love. But uh, I don't have anything else unless anybody else has something they want to add. You know, I don't want to close out. I, I think one thing yeah. that's critically important in, in, in you know relationships with with your children and so forth, just like. You know, my dad and I, I think it's critically important that we talk to them and not talk at them. And, uh, right. For a long time, like when, when my, my father and I were having challenges in our relationship, uh, I felt like he was talking you know, uh, at me and not to me. And uh, one day we, we had a really, really deep conversation. I was an adult at this point, and we had a really good conversation there. And that conversation ended with, uh, you know, I I had never heard my dad say I love you. Now, love is we all know love is an action word, and everything that he did that he loved me, I never heard him say I love you. 
and we're talking. And I told him, I said, I've never heard you even say you love me. You know, and, and from that point on, our relationship pivoted like on a dime. You know, I mean, he, he became like my best friend. He was my father, and I respect I, I honored him respect him as my father. But we became friends, and uh, it changed our relationship, you know, and, and I, I was able to express myself. And he heard me. And I think too often, as, as, as let me speak to me. I think too often we get so rigid in traditions and the way we were brought up that we're not flexible. And we stop. And we and, and you're too young for me to be able to listen to you. No, listen to your children. Let them have their voice. And then you sit down and you talk to them, and you talk to them, and you get you guide them so that they understand why you're doing what you're doing. One of the things with my grandson, one of the traditions and what I grew up in, when your parents told you to do something and you asked them why, you might get a backhand, but one of the words that they will always say, because I told you so. And I was doing that with my children, I was, and I was, especially, I was doing it with my grandson. My grandson, this boy is so inquisitive, and, and I told you so just wasn't going to work for him. And I had to switch up. I had to become flexible. And so now when he when I tell him to do something and he asks me why, I explain why so that he understands why. Now that question doesn't come up again. And so I just think as parents, you, you, you grow just like your kids grow, and you have to be flexible and, and be able to shift and maneuver so that you can gain your kids' trust, belief in you as a parent. And that way that they can go out into the world and be successful in life and draw others to the body of Christ. Amen. Again, you've been listening to our three Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk. Uh, we're talking about fathers, amen. We're celebrating Father's Day that's coming up next Sunday. I was, somebody sent me a message to correct my day. I don't know why I thought it was this today, but it's next Sunday. And um, I got Brother Elson, Brother Cleophas, Brother Tyrone, and um, Sister D with with us also, and a couple, a few other guests. I want to thank the guests for joining us today. I hope it was a blessing unto you and everything. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can do so by going to WhenChristianSpeak at gmail.com or go to our regular Facebook page or anything like that. But then I'd like Brother Tyrone to, uh, if he's still there, to go ahead and close us out in prayer and, uh, and everything. But Brother Tyrone, that's right there. Yes, amen. Uh, we thank God for you, uh, brethren. Thank God for the fathers that have spoken. Uh, we're going to dismiss. Father God, we thank you for how you have blessed this talk. So tonight, God, we pray that you bless each and every heart continually. As we men be men, we be fathers of our children and of anyone that may cross our path for help. God, we'll be able to help them as you lead us. God, we pray that you continue to bless our leaders, our fathers. Oh, God, that you uh, keep us all just humble, all at the same time. Until the next time we come together, God, keep us, shield us and protect us, lead, guide, and direct us. God, we know you can. We believe you will. We ask you in the precious name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Again, brothers, thanks for joining. 
that you have a listen with Christmas Week Talk Radio. This is our three real life real men we talk. And we'll see you next month. God bless everyone and take care. God bless you. God bless you. God bless. Amen. All right, so I was looking for new insurance, and a buddy of mine told me about Branch. Branch makes bundling your home and auto super easy, like as little as 30 seconds easy. I didn't believe it at first either. Then I went to OurBranch.com. Just two questions, name and address, and within seconds, I was covered. Branch saved me time and a lot of money. Now that you're in the know, make the switch to Branch. Go to OurBranch.com now. That's O-U-R, Branch.com. Branch. Start saving in seconds. You're just a few taps away from crispy, golden, and delicious. A scroll from refreshment bliss. A mere click stands between you and a tasty treat. Get the McDonald's app with mobile order and pay and stay connected to all your favorites. Right now, new users get app-only McDonald's deals like free 10-piece chicken McNuggets. Offer valid one time through the last day of the month for first-time app users at participating McDonald's. App download and registration required. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.